Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Fan or Follower. I'm blessed to have my daughter Shelby with me tonight. Would you please open us in prayer? Father God, thank you for this opportunity to come and um, just talk about you, Lord. Thank you for your word. I pray that it would not return void, but it would accomplish your purpose in our lives. And Lord, I pray that, that our hearts would be open and ready to receive whatever you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Shelby. You know, I was thinking about being a fan or follower of Jesus. How would we rate ourselves as a fan or follower of Jesus if we looked at our church attendance, for one? How about our prayer time? How about our listening to God time? Here's another one. How about our Bible time? How about our helping others time? Or our forgiving others? Or our loving others? Just a few things I thought about in terms of how we would rate ourselves if we're a fan or a follower, Shelby. That's good, Dad. So what I wanted to mention was the Not a Fan series and that they've got a bunch of different material that I'd encourage you guys to go look at. It's by Kyle Eidelman. And so I wanted to read a quote from one of his journals. It says, We say to Jesus, I don't mind you making some changes in my life, but Jesus wants to turn your life upside down. We say, I don't mind a little touch-up work, but Jesus wants complete renovation. We're thinking tune-up, he's thinking overhaul. We're thinking a little decorating, but why not? But Jesus wants a complete remodel. So really, the difference between being a fan or a follower of Jesus comes down to our level of commitment, right? Jesus wants us to be wholly committed to him, completely committed followers. But we see in society today that a lot of people walk around and they say, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian, just look at America. There's so many people that will will utter that statement and they have no idea what it truly means to follow Jesus. They know a bunch about him, but they don't know what the Bible says, and they don't know how to really live out their faith if they have faith. Their faith is dead, but if you really have Jesus in your heart, your faith is alive, and you're going to live it out in your daily life. You know, I was thinking about one of the greatest examples, maybe, of being a fan or a follower, because, you know, we would think is is a broad sense, oh, being a fan is a good thing, you know, because we cheer for this team or cheer for that team. But, you know, as a fan, when things go south, then sometimes we're not a very good follower of our team, right? So it shows right there, really, the difference between a fan and a follower when things get bad. See, but when you follow Jesus. And these end times, this is so important because there's going to be more and more persecution all the time for being a Christian. And I love Revelations 3.16, which tells us to be not lukewarm, or God will spew us out of his mouth. See, being lukewarm is not going to cut, especially in these end times where it's going to get tougher and tougher uh, in the flesh to really live for Jesus. And so we wanted to talk about this today. It's very good, Dad. Something else that I wanted to mention, too, when you think about a fan versus a follower, if you're on a team, and for any of you that have played sports, it's very important to know the plays or the playbook, right? And so, you know, with Jesus, he says in the Bible that we are supposed to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. 
And so how do we do that exactly? Well, it talks about all throughout the New Testament, if we love Jesus, we're going to do what he says. We're going to live it out. We're going to live out our faith. We're going to read our Bible and we're going to obey it. And so if in order to really do that, we've got to study our playbook, which is the Bible, and really dig in there and not just read a couple verses every now and then or just just read a verse of the day. I mean, I have a verse of the day that I always look at and that's good, but in order to not have a superficial relationship with Jesus, but to really to dig deep, we have to examine our hearts and ourselves and see, you know, allow God to make changes. And the only way that's going to happen is if we get into our Bible, we, we study it, we go to church and sit under a pastor that preaches the word, and we really are just open to whatever God has for us, whatever that may be. Folks, want to encourage you today also that don't be discouraged if you've missed God. And maybe you'd say right now, Brother Greg, I'm a fan. But see, God is standing there, there's arms wide open. See, repent and follow him. You know, you think about Peter in Luke 22, being a strong disciple, but then when the going got tough, verse 54, it says, having arrested him, they're talking about Jesus, they led him and brought him to the high priest's house. But Peter followed at a distance. See, are you following Jesus at a distance? When people, friends of yours, start talking bad about Jesus, whatever, do you follow him at a distance? Or do you boldly stand up for God? In verse 55, then Peter was hanging out with the folks around the fire, warming himself up. See, hanging out with the world. You kind of hang out. Does, does some of your friends not even know you're a Christian? Or they, they think, well, yeah, he goes to church. But see, being a follower, nobody should wonder you know, what your status is. And and thank God, you know, Peter repented and Jesus helped him through that. But if you're in a situation where maybe you are a fan, you can change that in one decision, one quality decision. Another thing about being a follower or a fan of Jesus is for any of you that have watched sports or are big sports fans, a lot of times when things go south and maybe maybe it's a bad loss or the season's not looking the way you would have hoped, we fans tend to blame the coach, right? Oh, it's the coach's fault. Fire the coach and all this stuff. But the thing about the thing about it is, right, is that the coach can't play for the players. And it's the same thing in our walk with Jesus. So Jesus has given us a roadmap, the Bible, and he's told us the way to live and to follow his path for our life. So I wanted to read a verse, and it says in Psalms 37, 5, Commit everything you do to the Lord, trust him, and he will help you. So the Lord's got a perfect path for our our life. He's got it all laid out. You know, he can see everything into the future. But but we've got a choice. Am I going to follow God's path? Am I going to go along and follow that direction? Or am I going to go my own way? So if if we choose not to follow him and we take this other path, we can't blame God. That's not God's fault. It's about us having to learn to be obedient. Something the Lord has really been challenging me with lately is the fact that partial obedience is still disobedience. So sometimes God will tell me to do something and I drag my feet. Well, and then I eventually do it, but see, in all that time that it, that I wasted and waiting to actually do what he told me, I'm walking in disobedience, even though I eventually did get to the right spot. So it's really important that we kind of check ourselves. That's what I've been working out 
uh, a lot in my own relationship with Jesus lately is really examining Shelby, where where are you missing the Lord? Where are you not opening yourself up and listening to him and following his direction? Are you just focusing on yourself or are you focusing on following the things that he has for you? And so I've really been challenging myself with that lately. And I'd really encourage all the listeners to do the same because we've all got got areas where we need to improve. That's right, Shelby. And you know, one of the great things about God is his mercies are new every day. And so he's not standing up there with the hammer trying to hit us over the head every time we mess up. He's trying to encourage us, draw us closer to him so we can have an eternity with him in heaven. So if you've missed God, just repent and move forward. And God is ready to to help us all out where we need it. Let's pray. Father, we come to you with praise and thanksgiving. So thankful that you're a good and merciful God. That when we've missed you, Father, you're there to help us, to encourage us to walk more closely with you. And we all choose to be more hungry for you every day, not to be a fan of Jesus, but a true follower of Jesus, a true disciple of Jesus. So Father, we make that choice and commit to each and every day heading in that direction the rest of our lives. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, folks, we sure love you all. If you uh, would like to get a hold of us, we'd love to hear from you at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.